Hello and welcome back to the 360 Perspective podcast with me, Trisha. It is yet another Thursday, another new episode um, for the day. And once again, thank you so much to all those who have subscribed and joined this family of the 360 Perspective, um, where we get to you know expand our perspective, challenge ourselves, and you know just get inspiration through the conversations that we have on here. And today uh, we are going to navigate a conversation about faith and mental health. You know, I realize a lot of believers uh, still are still a bit stuck on, you know, should I go for therapy? Um, am I normal? Do I have faith? Uh, when I, you know, when I go for therapy, or when I see a counselor, am I okay? And that's the conversation that we are going to navigate today. And to have that conversation with me um, is a friend that I got introduced to, uh, yeah. Daktari, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Masharia. Karibu sana, karibu sana. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, it's such a pleasure and such an honor to have you here on this podcast. Um, and I'm looking forward to just, you know, hearing more about that piece of mental health from a professional person. Yeah. But before we even uh, begin the conversation, I'd love you to just introduce yourself and yeah, let the audience know, you know, about yourself and what you do and just the space and the work that you do. All right, my name is Dr. Moses Mashari, as you declared. Um, I'm a mental health practitioner, mm-hmm. a husband, a father, mm-hmm. a friend, mm-hmm. all of them coined in one. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about the mental health space mm-hmm. and bringing out Jesus Christ through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work with entrepreneurs, especially founders mm-hmm. in the entrepreneurial circle, mm-hmm. helping them navigate through their mental health issues that they may face day to day. I'm a strong believer that for each and every organization mm-hmm. that it's takes up the DNA of the founder. It's true. And or the leader. Yes. yes. And founder so if the founder is healthy, mm-hmm. then we are able to address some of the health issues mm-hmm. like within culture, the, the environment mm-hmm. within the organization. Mm-hmm. Over and above that, we help them curate employee wellness program. I think post-COVID, we have realized, mm-hmm. hey, Manze mental health in the organization space ni important. Very. Yeah. Very. Because I think we hear a lot about, you know, Oh, toxic culture in my workspace, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's very important, and I think I I love the work that you do and the fact mm. that you specifically um, target the leaders because yeah. I think for me in my leadership journey, I've realized that uh, people don't quit organizations; people quit people. You know, yeah. you quit because you couldn't stand your leader, or you know. So at the end of the day, it's not that you didn't want to work in the organization; it's only that the culture and the people is what you know you couldn't um bear but it's good to have you here thank you um and i love the fact that you are also a believer yes um so it's it's great to have you here because those are some of the conversations that we try to navigate on here just about uh matters faith particularly in this um season season two so i wanted us to talk about um just faith and mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I I think a lot of believers, you know, when they're going through like um, that season of, you know, just a season of darkness. And that's what the mm-hmm. Bible says actually in Psalms 23. You know that yeah. though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, meaning you will walk through the shadow exactly. of the valley of death. Of death. Sure. And ideally, what that means is just a season of just darkness and depression and, you know, like all these, like things not working out and you feeling like God doesn't even exist. Sometimes even having a difficult time to put together what's going on. 
Yeah. But then I wanted to um, just ask, where's the place of mental health and faith? Does it mean that when I see a therapist, I lack mm. faith? Mm. Interesting. I think as believers, mm -hmm. we are not immune to the issues of the world. Mm -hmm. In fact, we are promised to go through Troubles. more trouble and issues mm -hmm. of life. So what's the space of mental health? Mm. I, I, I want to read a verse um, from the book of, uh, of Proverbs, mm -hmm. chapter 11, verse 14. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, where there is no guidance, people fall. Mm. But in abundance mm. of counselors, there is safety. Mm. Now mm. I know that we go through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. We are so curated as humans to sometimes shield ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I don't want I don't want to share my troubles. Mm -hmm. I will run to the Lord in prayer. I am not disputing that prayer is primary. In fact, it's part mm -hmm. of self-care. Mm -hmm. I, I tell people, you know, uh, part of coping mechanism, if you can pray, mm -hmm. pray. Mm -hmm. But it is important to seek guidance. Mm -hmm. It is important to seek help. Mm. the problem is we have shielded ourselves from that or mm. sometimes we are just not aware that there is help available yes yeah 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 and i think that's um that's very crucial in terms of just having knowledge and knowing that there's more um th there's more assistance you know just beyond yep. prayer because yep. i think as believers sometimes we are stuck with just what we know, which is awesome and beautiful, you know, from the word of God and from our pastors and our, you know, Christian community and fellowship. But I realize sometimes um, with a lot of believers, they don't seek knowledge beyond that space, you know, yeah. and I think it's very important, you know, to just go beyond and get a line even just about the mental health space, you know, therapists and what they do and just how to you know, go about some of the issues that you go through. In the Bible, I'm able to see a couple of guys who struggle with mental health issues. Mm. Various people. Mm. A classic example that I always love to use, especially to believers, is the king, Saul. Mm. Saul was... You remember this portion after the Spirit of God has left you? And oh my, yeah, I've never guy, thought about it. You know, if 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 you were to do an analysis through DSM, schizophrenia, you know, you'd you'd probably see some elements of bipolar or schizo. Bipolar, you know. yeah. Um but what happened? I believe there were people helping him in prayer. Mm -hmm. I believe I, I'm I have a very imaginative mind. So mm -hmm. I just try and see who are around him mm -hmm. until when a young gentleman came and did something. Around mm. therapy, you know, music therapy. Oh, uh, yeah. Now that I'm a musician, Still I have to go there therapy, first. Yeah. I, you know, did Easy. some bit of okay. music therapy uh -huh. and that calmed his spirit. Mm -hmm. We get to see the essence of therapy right mm -hmm. there and then. Over and above, I think, fast forward, I think it's Isaiah when he was prophesying uh, about, you know, the kind of counselor. Jesus Christ will be, he'll be a wonderful counselor. Mm. You know, we, we also equate the Holy Spirit to that. Mm. 
we get to see individuals like Moses man dude had anger issues you know if if he was working in an organization today the guy would you know hey you need to see a therapist here's yeah, the letter yeah, go yeah, yeah. you know and and we get to see this mm-hmm. at play mm. yeah so it's not a foreign thing it's something that has been there mental health issues have been there mm. even with individuals mm. who walked with god mm. yeah yeah even christ himself i think when the bible talks about that time um it's in the garden of gethsemane yes yeah when he was you know praying and you know like it was sweat that was coming out as tears as, uh, as blood yeah as yes. blood yes. you know and i think just seeing the anguish you know yeah. that he was going through um and i feel like it's it's beautiful when you understand and study the word of god for yourself because mm. then you realize whatever you're going through is not uncommon to man yeah. you know yeah. the even yeah. great amazing leaders in the bible king elijah you exactly. know job yes. you know so many characters in the bible really literally reached the end of the road you yeah. know and um there was godly intervention there were other forms of intervention elijah just needed food you know <laughs> god was like food food is very important yeah. personally i realized uh-huh. um the days that i don't eat by around 2 i, I have this anger you know everyone yeah. a, a hungry anyone man who is an angry man is like dude you're toxic yeah and then yeah. i just eat and then i'm good yeah. you know Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. And you know you mentioned about like music um like therapy and yep. you know food. And I'm curious to know like what are some of the modalities or um like some of the therapeutic ways that we can take up besides just seeing um like a therapist or a counselor because I realize sometimes our issues may not be um as severe or at what point. Yeah. Um do you get to where now you feel like now this one I need to see a therapist mm. and at what level can you take up um or rather incorporate some of the modalities to just take care of yourself and your mental health All right I think um self-care is primary mm-hmm. uh self-care looks different for different individuals I would say to others exercise if you need to exercise yes. for others dance oh lord yeah, when yeah, if you have two left feet your dance yeah, yeah, yeah in the shower sing you know sing it sing um yeah. for some you just need to have good rest and let me take just yeah focus on that area because yes. you know, i'm very passionate it's about very that it's very important mm-hmm. we talk you know hey, there are people who talk about work life balance Does that even exist? You know really that's I want myself. to change that for you guys. I want to say work rest balance because mm-hmm. in the book of Genesis we get to see God showing us the real illustration of rest. Mm-hmm. He takes six days and works and takes one and rests. Mm-hmm. I I know for some of us we sin wajanja. Unajua I want to work and then the day I rest pia nataka kufanya my plans na to vitu. I don't want to rest. But it's really really important for us to rest. There is importance of us getting enough sufficient sleep. Mm. And some of the issues that people are facing today mm. for some they just need to take time and sleep. Wow. God gives sleep to those he loves. Yes. Amen. Mm. Okay, okay. But yeah, those are some of the forms of self-care mm-hmm. and coping mechanisms that mm-hmm. you can you can implement. Mm. But if you need to see a therapist 
you can go to a therapist um i know but at what point do you now move from now this is no longer like self care is not sufficient mm. enough to um enable you bounce back you know so at what point at what's the tipping point between i need self care and i need to see a therapist okay so you've reached at this point where you're actually asking yourself that question for mm-hmm. me i always tell people as long as you're in that space you actually need therapy mm. once you start asking yourself those questions are you overburdened by overthinking are you overly stressed mm-hmm. are you burnt out you're trying to read a book you've cut out you know screen time and all this but you're still burnt mm-hmm. out you need then to seek out therapy mm-hmm. somewhat your body will cry out for it your body will you will know apa siezi aki apa siezi jisaidia sasa i need someone mm. to walk with me someone to help me navigate in the right way and that's yeah. what therapy does okay and what about the people who um are in that space where they can't even think for themselves that they need therapy mm. because i realize sometimes we are surrounded by um or rather we have friends that you start noticing uh mm, I'm a cut off community like you you start seeing some alarming signs yeah um and and that person in that space or situation for them they can't think for themselves that the situation I'm in I need therapy so as friends and as a community how do we step in or how do we assist um maybe friends um who or even just uh, relatives who are going through either they've gone through a traumatic experience or even you know without you knowing whatever they're going through but then you started seeing some alarming signs first of all what are some of those alarming signs mm. that we need to be aware of so that we care well for our friends and our family members and be able to recommend them to see a therapist all right two things i hear from you what are the red flags yes that you can see mm-hmm. and how can we best then support these individuals mm-hmm. um the red flags vary they are various as you had mentioned uh you're seeing this individual has withdrawn mm-hmm. this person for some they have just unajua vile mtu ujiachilia amejiachilia uh kumekuwa na high absenteeism from work mm-hmm. um and a struggle kulala mm-hmm. probably he's now dived into self defeating behaviors yeah, like alcoholism alcohol. and other behaviors even mm-hmm. for some it's just sorry to say this going outside and just trying to find comfort from other women and things like that and mm. especially for men mm. those are some of the signs that you can see mm. um how then do you best support mm-hmm. i think the very first thing is by you being present by you being there as much as they will push you away you need to always come back close that's very very important mm-hmm. and communicate that i am here for you mm. i am here for you i think for most people who have gone through traumatic experience um last year um a friend of mine lost the dad and so for two good weeks i just cleared my calendar moved everything and just decided to be there with them mm. that meant traveling to up country with them mm. being there as they planned and all i just did i wasn't being a therapist mm. i was just being a friend and i just communicated and said i am here for you mm. if you need me to you know run an errand i am here mm. 
that's very very important the gift of presence mm. you being present um and also ask sometimes i i i quickly ask people three questions do you want a shoulder to cry on mm-hmm. do you want a listening ear mm-hmm. or do you want solutions mm. very important yeah and so someone will say i just want to vent that's all i want to do i just want to vent and out of that venting they find support and they find healing unajua vile tunasemanga once you say something out it's halfly solved yes yeah Very so true. yeah this person just vents mm. or sometimes they're like you know i just don't know how to deal with this help me with solutions mm. and from there you take up a coach's heart and start coaching them and start directing them to the right path mm. or sometimes challenging some of the negative thoughts because for some of us we we just need someone to challenge our negative thoughts mm. if if i keep telling myself i am not enough mm. because imposter syndrome has been so much weighing on me mm. I, i just feel like i i can't do this mm. sometimes you just need someone to challenge your mm. thoughts mm. and reframe mm. them to positivity yeah mm. wow okay so you say the first one is ask the three questions the three questions mm-hmm. do you want a shoulder to lean on a shoulder to lean on do you want a listening ear and so all i'll do is just listening sit down ear. and listen mm-hmm. no talking no nothing just nothing. you talk vent if, do if i'm talking it's just reframing or paraphrasing what they've said and just throwing it back to them okay mm-hmm. so that they get to hear their what thoughts what they're yes ah okay yes. okay interesting and the third one mm-hmm. is are you looking for solutions Are you looking for solutions? Yes. Wow. May I say a disclaimer especially mm-hmm. for relationships. Mm-hmm. If you are mm-hmm. in need of someone to talk to, mm-hmm. also just find out a hey, Trish, do you actually have bandwidth? The capacity to Very listen important. to me. Mm-hmm. Or am I coming to do an emotional dump and you actually don't have the capacity? And from your end find out do you have the capacity for inaitwaje hiyo hiyo kurudisha yeah yeah hiyo response yeah back yeah so or maybe i just want to vent yeah. i think it's very very important I, i've seen relationships being strained because i've come done my emotional dump i'm good i've left you, left you with all the problems wejipange mm. wejipange yeah. and you find that person already even has their own personal issues going sure. on yeah. yeah yeah and I, i think a lot of times i feel like it's not even um for romantic relationships alone but even just even regular yeah even friendships yeah. you know because sometimes you pick up the phone I, th- i feel like i've done that before you know i called up a friend i was going through a really tough time mm. but i never asked them whether they had the bandwidth and the capacity mm. to hear me out. Yeah. Kumbe this friend of mine she's also going through issues and like I dumped all my issues on her and you know I felt I was left feeling I think worse than I was initially because <laughs> I felt I've not been hard, you know, like yeah. she's you know rubbed off everything that I've said. But then later on I reflected and I realized she's also going through her own stuff and I never yes. asked for permission or I never asked her whether she had the um, capacity to hear me out yeah. and i think just um 
if somebody says you know i'm not i'm not i'm not in that space as well yeah. i think not taking it personal you know because yeah, it's very sure. easy for to sure. take it personal and yeah. be like i'm here seeking help and you don't hear so i'm cutting you off you're no longer friends you're a toxic friend yeah, that's what toxic. we say <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's true you're a toxic friend but i think that's very um very very important in yes. terms of um being able to also steward well our relationships our, our relationship. friendships you know sure. just being willing to ask the other person you know whether they have the capacity and the bandwidth mm-hmm. um but yeah those are really wonderful tips you know in terms of um while reaching out and i know those three things even in yeah. romantic relationships they normally say it's very important because you know like men are solution givers <laughs> very quick you come <laughs> to me quick. i'm like one, two, three, and so <laughs> i mean i don't want it, you to give it, me a solution it, it takes god's wisdom yes. all right for me to to just breathe in Uh-huh. Breathe out mm-hmm. and ask this question. Yeah. Do you want a shoulder to lean on? Do you want me to listen I've and hear you? I've done that with my out? wife a couple of times. <laughs> yes. And I have solutions. They are just right here. Yes. You know, with her, I'm not a therapist. Yes. She's my friend. Kuja, yeah. yeah. 1 2 3. Work is happening. 1 to do this. Do yeah. That. And so just But isn't that just... tough though? Like being a therapist, don't you ever find yourself in that space of with your wife you almost want to diagnose and you know you want to do all these things <laughs> well sometimes you, you you get to that point where you you, you want to but you want to mostly because i think we've known each other for long okay sort of it's 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 not there yeah it's there when we are doing it with other people yeah but with us we are just friends that's good we're just friends and 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 i will know you know yeah. even without me being analytical yeah. trying to see the body language yeah. it's good for relationships but yeah she'll yeah. just wake Friendship. up in the morning it's just in the morning and i just know she's off yeah you know, i'm like hey can we pray i don't know i don't know about dating can, a, a, can, can a we therapist. just pray <laughs> can we just pray <laughs> I, I, pray like, i pray for your day I, to be good i i feel like i'll be, I'll be feeling judged because i have a cousin of mine who's a therapist and she was saying the other day we were catching up and she was saying like how she's even struggled in the place of dating because mm. every guy that she meets she's already an allergic like mm, mild autism you know she go <laughs> you know another she's like ah we are gonna bipolar symptoms you know yeah. and she's saying how she's really had a difficult time um in the dating scene because yeah. every guy she dates she almost begins analyzing them you mm. know and um yeah i think whatever you said about just you, friendship you need to pray about it because i realized it's a good thing yet it can destroy the authenticity of relationships mm. so one of the biggest prayers i did was lord Would, would I just create meaningful relationships even with my friends mm-hmm. that I won't I won't go there and start being a therapist and start digging uh-huh. so where did this come from mm. maybe this came from their childhood mm, you know traumatic experience uh, traumatic. you have too many wounds and dealt with wounds you know I just want to be like any other guy mm. and have meaningful relationships and I believe the authenticity of relationship that is what makes everything blossom. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. If if we That's are authentic mm-hmm. and I'm there I I have I, I am more listening, I am supportive. Mm-hmm. I mean nothing can beat that. Mm-hmm. Nothing can beat that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not being judged. And even as a therapist, mm-hmm. I've learned that by being an authentic therapist, mm-hmm. it has helped me have better relationships with my clients. Mm-hmm. Whereby I'm able to see the right kind of results and I'm not textbook. Mm. 
Unajua kuna hii so how did that make you feel? Mm. No. It's textbook. Yeah. Where, where where is the space where we can also just um uh, sort of exchange in terms the humanness. Of, yes. The humanness, you know, in terms of yes there's you know uh, Masharia the doctor but then yes. there's Masharia the human being who needs to connect with other fellow human exactly. beings. Exactly. Mm. And with therapy one thing I'll tell guys is if there is no connection between you and your therapist you need to look for another therapist. Actually you can even ask them to refer you. Wow. Wow. And I, I definitely have a question coming up. Yeah. Um but before you get to that question I was going to ask about um just men in therapy you know i, I feel like yes. as women we are very vocal you know if a friend comes and tells you, you hey have i chamas. need yeah, we have chamas you have all these a million and one spaces where we get bent talk and it's even easier when a friend comes and tells you hey you need to like mm. the other day there's a friend that i was having a catch up with and i realized there's really a lot of baggage and a lot of things that she's going through mm. and i was able to just directly connect her to a counselor and a therapist and i was mm. like yo See this therapist I've called her here's the contact I called the therapist the therapist reached out to her and you know she was connected and after that I was even telling her she looks much more brighter and yeah. you know, like it's like a weight has been lifted yeah. and I feel like for women it's easy even when it's recommended you know mm. like you need to go see a therapist because I as your friend I can only help you maybe at a spiritual level pray for you and do all these things but then you need professional help yeah. and it's easier for women to um respond to such a call. Mm. But then let's talk about men and therapy. And then how do we support um the men in our lives? You know, so whether it's your husband, your brother, um a male, you know, friend who's going through a lot and you just feel like I, I don't have the capacity, the professional capacity to help you and you definitely need professional help beyond just the kind of help that I can give which is listening shoulder to cry on or yeah. giving solutions but yeah. even my solutions may not be as good enough because i'm not qualified professionally For to sure. Sure. you know um help somebody unpack their thoughts so how do we support the men in our lives and mm. yeah let's just talk about men and therapy men and therapy that's kizungumkuti yes moja matata mhm but i'm grateful that now men are starting to embrace therapy mm. I am a firm believer that men need to share their stories. Mm-hmm. We need to get away from the place of fear of being vulnerable mm-hmm. to the space of being vulnerable so that we create impact for the next generation. Amen. Say that again for those at the back. Hallelujah. Mlionyo matafadhalini. Tuma naba 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 naba. Simply because for most men that have seen take up therapy. Uh-huh. It has started from a conversation of one heart wounded man who was willing enough to be vulnerable to share their story and how impactful therapy is or was for them. Now you see men we love we love numbers, we love results. Mm. And if I'm able to see the results of therapy on another brother, mm. then I am able to quickly think through and sort of subscribe to it so number one, men need to be their brother's keeper mm-hmm. we need to come and tag along pamoja there there is two groups i want to highlight number one, it's a particular men's group that meet monthly mm-hmm. and they meet to just discuss life mm-hmm. life 
family, everything, you name it. Mm-hmm. And out of this group, guys started taking up therapy. The second group I want to highlight is a group of friends, a band of brothers that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that group, I'm not even a their therapist. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. mini boy. Mm-hmm. I also go for therapy by the mm-hmm. and supervision. Mm-hmm. And out of this group, one of the gentlemen started sharing um, how he battled with depression and high anxieties and issues that you know he was subjected to and how therapy was very, very impactful to him. Mm-hmm. One of the gentlemen, unfortunately, experienced um, divorce. Mm-hmm. And so instead of resulting to self-defeating behaviors, then he was able to you know, quickly subscribe for this divorce care mm-hmm. and, and, and support. Mm-hmm. That's the power of when men come together. But I know the second question is, how about Sisi, Madame? How do we support our brothers? Mm-hmm. And how do we support you know, husband? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can be there. Yes, you can try and push them. Even in church, yeah. if, if we want a man to subscribe to a manly program, Ladies are told you just yeah. register the guy. Yani yeah, let me tell you uh, no one in this world knows kupangwa. Hmm? Women know how to panga men. Yani yeah, you know even in dating here yeah, where if you're not careful as a man utapangwa jipate you are married to this woman you know without even later on you discover I didn't even like her. I I'm, I'm not even sure that I'm in love with her but tunajua kupanga wanaume. Mnajoanga vizuri sana. Like, this is how yeah. you're going to look. I need yeah. you to look like this. Yeah, and uh, you know, in, in, the, in my own personal life, I've seen my mom try and do that to my brother. Like, try and set him up with a counselor and a therapist. And my yeah. brother was so pissed off. Oh my goodness, he was so, so mad. Yeah. And I feel like that door of even him trying to see a therapist was just closed. Was just it shut. was shut completely, you know, because of... I think for women, the best thing that you can do is... This man is not an island. Hata kama ako na rafiki mmoja mwenye anamuongeleshanga he will listen to this person and so sometimes it's you just talk to the friend and like hey talk to your brother talk to your brother and when I talk to a man Mm. having a man to man conversation it has mm. more impact than when the lady you know so the, the guy will be like kwani unanionaje unajua it's so true yeah. so that's where you start using, you know, unampanga na smartness. Yeah. You use the other side. Mm. Look for the friend and say, there is this issue. One, two, three. But you know, so we apparently need to support I, hear, this guy. I, I also hear men don't like the business being put out there. So at the same time, I've also heard about, oh, you know, like husbands or just generally men, they don't like you going to another fellow man and telling them, oh, my husband or my child, my son, my what. And then this person knows all their business, you know. So I don't know. I don't know how how do you apply wisdom in that space, knowing that men also don't appreciate you going to tell sharing yeah sharing about their business yeah. like when you nafikiri you know una nibeba aje kind of thing yeah. so then how do you apply wisdom as a as you know as women how do we apply wisdom mm. in terms of we want uh, our you know the the men around us to get help and get assistance yeah. but at the same time we still want to uphold the place of respect and honor yeah. without making them feel like we are disrespecting them by putting their business out there yeah i think you don't have to share everything out, number one. Number two, um, sometimes it's even just coming back and saying, hey, 
I really want to help you. I I need to see you well. But you also need to understand his emotional intelligence level. Mm. Where is it at? You know, atakasirika ama how how you you know you know your brother better mm. you know your husband better you know your your friend your friend better yeah. you know uh, yeah. your boyfriend mm-hmm. um better and so you are able to gauge a couple's gani um what are some of the meaningful relationships for me i have one gentleman mm. in my life that if you tell him something aja niambie nitaibeba poa but you see my wife has learned she can't tell everyone mm. so if there is something she needs me to change mm. she'll tell this jama there is some kuna tu vitu kwa huyu mwanaume sijapendelea can you even probe mm. Mm. and so she can drop a hint and then yes. leave the guy to probe so when the guy is probing it will take him also some time and he'll be like you know i've also have i have i have noticed I've this observed. Uh, i have observed and once he comes to me like that it's not like niliambiwa mm. niliambiwa kutakuwa na vita obviously mm. like why did you share my business to this other person but mm. when he tells me or uses the word i noticed means he has taken time to study me as well to know that there is a gap in this particular area and i need to align quickly so that i can be effective and productive in whatever space that i needed to be mm. um so emotional intelligence mm-hmm. praying for wisdom mm-hmm. and also praying for wisdom for this other individual mm-hmm. that hata uh, nikienda kumwambia i have shared a bit with so and so because i needed you to be better he will accept it mm-hmm. he will accept it my belief is that human beings we are built with a godly nature in mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. whereby we can quickly take correction we can quickly take correction because our father needs to correct us yeah that's what and so sometimes though. he might use you trish yeah, to, to correct, correct me yeah i feel like that's exclusively for believers and people who are submitted to god because yeah. now watu wa dunia hawaambiwa watu wa dunia itakuwa kidogo ngumu but you need you need to exercise uh, uh, wisdom which again is part of the gift of the holy spirit mm. just like counsel is mm. you see everyone needs counsel mm. just like everyone needs a bit of wisdom yeah yep. yeah and that's true i think even when you're dealing with somebody who's a non-believer i think um essentially just what you said you know just the place of prayer asking yeah. god to guide you and lead you so that you know the right words to use and also just wisdom how do you go about this situation yeah. especially you know being able to design the emotional emotional intelligence of that person their moods you know so that you know when to speak how to mm. speak and what to speak yeah. what to say i think that's definitely part of wisdom and how you know the how as the well how is as very well. important for sure for sure yeah um so my other question is um you know as 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 believers um how do we also support uh someone maybe a friend of yours has called you and you know they have the, you know suicidal ideation you know um how do we best support them because i think for me this year i've had um you know like two friends mm. who've called me because i wo- i do a lot of discipleship especially for young young adult women and you know they've called me like two in the morning or like you know one in the morning and they're like oh i'm having these thoughts and i won't even like i mean the moments i've you know like uh 
slightly panicked because I'm like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? Do I go to their house? Do I call their mother? I don't have the contacts of anyone in their family, you know? And I've had moments of just almost panicking, not knowing how mm. do I best support them in that situation where it's in the middle of the night, definitely I can't drive to their place because, you know, it's maybe a little bit far. Mm. I don't have any contacts of any family member in mm. um, in their house. I'm thinking at that time of the night, even the th- the counselors, the therapists, I know they're probably asleep. So yeah, I've had those moments of panicking. How do I best support these friends of mine in those in the middle of the night and someone is having you know like suicidal ideation? Yeah. Wow, in the middle of the night, it's quite a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's quite a challenge. Top of mind, I think the first thing, as I shared earlier, is being present, being there. Um, so that's on phone, or if you're able to even go, on phone. Yes, even on part phone. of being there on phone might be, I'm gonna have an extended call. Yeah, and you know it's it's two a.m. Mm. I'm gonna stick with you. I'm gonna talk to you. Mm. We'll chop a story mm. all the way till five a.m. Mm. Probably when you can probably look for help or find help, or I can even come home. Mm. Because 2 a.m. I can't jump on and do the, mm. if, if, if you're jarving, mm. uh, especially if you don't have a car. Mm. Sometimes even if you have a car, where they live, mm. uh, it's and not a safe place. I'm already female and I'm thinking, yeah, this yeah. time of the night, I'm not sure how safe it is, you yeah. know, to go out there. Mm. Though if you can, uh-huh. you need to leave yeah. And go. I have. Yeah, personal I have, I have done that presence. couple of times. Yes, mm, uh, it's in the middle of the night. Take a quick Uber, and I've gone, mm. and I'm just there with this particular individual. Mm. But after you have been there, you need number one to empathize with this person, mm. get to understand them, mm. and even as you do that, be non-judgmental. Don't mm. judge. Don't criticize. Mm. You know, um, don't. Just. Mm. Give them a listening ear, mm. unbiased. Mm. And sometimes you can even probe, um, what are your reasons for living? Mm. I mean, you haven't killed yourself yet. So what are some of the reasons mm. you have mm. around living? Mm. And they'll tell you. Mm. And why do you want to kill yourself? Yeah, dealing with the grassroots issues. Then they will tell you. Mm. And then you focus more on the living part mm. and probe and probe and probe. Before that, though, you have to settle them. And that's where we come from, with you being there, trying to settle them, being non-judgmental, mm. empathizing, and then you get to this spa- space. Mm-hmm. And at this space, you get to learn and probably challenge some of the negative thoughts they have, yes. um, support them. Mm-hmm. You see, I, I know the economy right now, yeah. actually, in the last two, three weeks, around four people mm. have killed themselves, mm. have committed suicide, mm. either who are directly related mm. to me as friends or mm. friends of friends. Mm. Um, statistic, statistically, I think we are at 6% as a country mm. in terms of suicide rate wow. in Kenya. That's, that's, that's a huge, huge number. That's huge. Uh, and so there is role that each and every one of us have to play. Mm. Yeah, so focus on the living more. Mm. And then once they are more stable, please refer them to care. Mm. Refer them to a therapist. Mm. Are they willing to see a therapist mm. who probably is 
well equipped in dealing with such issues also when you're selecting a therapist you need to be very very careful um are they you know good with dealing with these things are they versatile uh, or what what is their primary focus area mm. of therapy yeah wow wow yeah that's uh, it's it's good to know and prayer and prayer now that i am a believer let me say this yo there is power there is in praying there is. There is. there is power in praying. Mm. Allow me to say this in your show. Mm. That a lot of mental health issues. Mm. Remember where we started from in the Bible with some of the legends mm. of faith mm. who battled with mental health conditions. Mm-hmm. We have a classic example of the guy who Jesus um chased the demons yes. out yeah. to the pigs. Yeah. That was schizophrenia, the presentations and everything. Yeah. There is power in prayer. Mm. Some of these things actually are spiritually driven. Mm. And for any therapist out there or lay counselor, you need to understand your space in prayer. Whether you're dealing with people uh, from a non-faith based mm. or a faith based, you need to address lots of these things through prayer. Mm. Even when you go to see clients, I highly recommend that you pray mm. that you pray mm. and you'll be able to see God move through the sessions. Mm. Do you want results? Mm. Pray. 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 And praying doesn't mean that you're imposing your because I know um your professionally yeah, professionally yes. you're not supposed to impose yes. your faith on on the client yeah. but then it's you. I think it's the same way like um you know doctors in the faith you know yeah. believers they normally pray before they go for surgery before they attend to a patient yes. because they know there's a backing up yeah. that um there's power in prayer you know and there's there's a heaven backup you know by the time you attend to a patient heaven is also backing you up in ensuring mm. that um this patient gets out whole and alive and yeah. you know they're healed mm. um and that's yeah that's really 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 some of these conditions are more spiritual mm-hmm. some are genetic Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and so you find there is a pattern mm. generationally you know mm. this particular individual suffered from this particular condition and mm. probably this was their end result mm. this another this particular individual as well mm. uh, you know the grandmother the mother and now the daughter mm. and you're able to see the pattern And so you have to be very keen in the mm. spirit to know where do you disconnect this. Mm. So spiritually you've already addressed some of the issues and God is even showing you some of the things. Mm. The lady at the well mm. who met with Jesus. Mm. All right? Mm. Give me a drink. Mm. And you all know the story. Mm. But Jesus tells her mm. things about herself. that she had not revealed mm. some of the times some of these conditions the spirit will show you hey this is actually the issue mm. this is actually the issue this is what you need to deal with wow. and this is more spiritual mm. so we cut it spiritually mm. wow yeah. wow that's really powerful very very powerful in terms of um um incorporating you know just a place of prayer and faith yeah. while yeah. you know dealing even with friends i believe um, yeah. it's applicable very applicable even when you're not a therapist as a mm, friend mm. just the place of prayer and asking God to give you wisdom to give you the right words to speak to this person and there's so much power i think for me i feel like that's the tool that um i've definitely incorporated and used um while um offering help 
yeah. to some of those friends of mine because I'm like, it's in, in the middle of the night. I don't know what to do. But then just um, being able to hear them out and then just concluding it with prayer, you know, just being yeah. able to, as you said, empathize, hearing them out, letting them vent, try and pick out what are some of those things that they, they feel are triggering, you know, yes. the thoughts that they're yeah. going through. And then um, just praying and pulling down those strongholds and those imaginative thoughts as the word of God sees. Yeah. Um, and I've definitely seen so much power in that. Um, yeah, so that's a beautiful way of... Um, helping uh, people around us. Sure. So as we learn this conversation, yes. my final question yes. is, um, what do you need to look for while picking a therapist or a counselor? Mm. I, I think you touched a bit on it while we were having this conversation, yeah. but as we learn this conversation, what are some of the things that we need to look out for while picking a, a therapist, either for ourselves or while recommending a therapist uh, to a friend? All right. Um, that's quite... A great question. Green flags in therapists. Mm -hmm. so Green therapists flags. can have red flags. Um, yes, <laughs> that's true. I think some of the things that I always try to equate a therapist to Jesus Christ uh -huh. in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, again, back to Isaiah when he was talking about a wonderful counselor. Mm -hmm. He was a very sensitive guy. He was very available. Mm -hmm. He had a confidentiality. Mm -hmm. It's true. Look at the guy who actually told me everything about myself. Yes. So when looking for a therapist, mm -hmm. number one, one who is a great listener. Mm -hmm. Actually, before I start with that, one who you have a connection to. Remember connection? Humanness, yes. You need connection. Without connection, kunashida. Mm -hmm. Because um, they can be a great individual, great therapist, mm. you know, their track record, perfect, but you, you have not connected. Mm. Or even just have the academic knowledge, yeah. you know, professional doctor, PhD, whatever, yeah. all that stuff, but there's no connection. There's no connection. So you guys need to, because it's a relationship, it's going to be long term. Chances are he'll tell you for five sessions, he'll mm. tell you for 10 sessions. So it's it's a longer relationship. Mm. Um, so you need to have connection. He has or she has to be a great listener. Mm -hmm. One who is very confidential as well. Mm. As we said, siete atenda. Sasa unajua so and so making announcements. Yeah. Mm. And and I know of individuals who gave up on therapy because they found a therapist who was not confidential. That's true. They go That's to sad. a seminar and you're just there, you're like, wow, this is my life right here. Yeah. Actually, PowerPoint in your here. So one who's confidential. Um, I think those are key uh, things. One who's available mm. as well. And you're able to quickly you know, schedule your, your, your sessions. And I know therapists, ni kama vile watenda kazi katika nyumba ya buwana, ni wachache. Mm. So finding one who's available is really, really important. Um, one that you have connection with. I think mm. top of mind, those are some of the things I, I, I could think of. Yeah. yeah. In terms of selecting a, a good therapist and also non-judgmental. And also non-judgmental. Mm. Yeah. See, when you And sometimes it's, it's, it's projection because as a therapist. Yeah. And so some of the things you need to find out 
over and above okay it's important to know if they're licensed mm. uh, right now in Kenya they are moving uh, into ministry of health so everyone is being onboarded right there mm. but are they in a professional body like Kenya Counseling and Psychological Association or Kenya Psychologist Association mm. um, American Psychologist Association mm. which I'm part of it's mm. amazing uh, what body are you a member of because mm. it gives you guidance and regulations on how to conduct yourself mm. uh, so over and above that mm. you know um, these other things are very very important mm. yeah. wow yeah are they licensed and I think there's a part where you also mentioned and they train what what's their speciality speciality yeah yeah being able to know have, have they dealt with either suicidal cases before have mm. they dealt with drug abuse before or like what's their strength you know because now i realize also with therapists that those ones who've dealt with more like their marriage counselors so yes. their their strength is more on marriage counseling and they're licensed for that and they're licensed for that yeah. yes and then there are those ones where it's just general issues there's also i believe trauma. that children trauma so trauma also you you might find one who's emdr uh trained mm. children therapy children, yes. because children that's therapy. very unique yes very yeah. unique yeah mm. yeah so but also over and above that does your therapist go for supervision and debriefs mm. other than over so and that's above that's a space for yeah. projection because yeah. yeah. they don't they yeah, project their issues yeah or Eh, yeah. Yes. They're also triggered. Yeah. yeah. And so it's important to just find out if 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 they go for therapy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, what a great way to learn this conversation. Sure. I don't know that you have any parting short uh just let us know where we can find you on social media or your work mm. or your office. If somebody needs a session with you, uh where can we find you? Amazing. Uh so my social media handles on Instagram Dr. Moses Masharia, uh on LinkedIn Moses Masharia, Facebook Moses Masharia. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, booking sessions, you can book your sessions through 0727 800 280. Mm-hmm. 0727 800 280. We do online sessions as well. Mm-hmm. So we are able to craft something Yeah. And what's what's your specialty? The place that you can say okay if you this is the space you are in then come and see me. Yeah, my specialty is actually trauma. Okay. I I enjoy working in that space and just seeing people move away from the traumatic experiences that they've had. Mm. Yes. And get a place of wholeness. For sure. Wow, thank you so much Dr. Masharia. It's been a Sorry. joy having you here and um just getting to glean on your wisdom and your experiences mm. about um just therapy and also just incorporating faith in that space and I'm truly grateful to have you here today. Yeah, and uh thank you so much to all those who've tuned in uh, to today's episode. I really do hope that you have uh gleaned on, you know, something from today's episode that would help you or help a family member or a friend remember to share this episode with um, your friends and people around you so that we can get to learn and grow together and uh, just be challenged and inspired but until next time it is a goodbye from me don't forget to subscribe to this channel share with a friend and leave a comment below on what you've learned um, from this episode until next thursday it is a goodbye from me